The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 5th of June. In your Squiz today, a shooting rampage in Darwin kills four people. The RBA drops interest rates. A big data breach at one of our universities. And this week's three-minute Squiz takes a run. This is your Squeeze Today. Starting with news out of Darwin, late yesterday a man went on a shooting rampage across the city, killing four men and injuring others in what has been described as the worst mass murder in the NT's recent history. It is something that they're still unpicking and the reports this morning are, I'm sure, deliberately vague because there's lots of details it seems that police uh, have because this man uh, who is the alleged perpetrator uh, is well known to them. He was mm-hmm. released from prison in January and was out on parole. Uh, there's lots of other vague details about um, what happened over the course of, of the hour. Uh, the first shooting happened at a hotel on Darwin's Finesse Street at about 5.45pm. Uh, and then he went to three other locations around Darwin and killed uh, a man in each location. Uh, a woman was also injured and she's in Darwin Hospital. So we don't know anything about the relationship or any if there is any relationship between the man and, and the victims um, and we don't know anything about the motives yet. No, police said last night that they're still trying to nail down um, his motive and they wouldn't speculate much further on that. Reports, particularly in the in the NT News, say that he comes from a well-known Darwin family, um, that his long-suffering mother had tried to get him work when he left prison uh, and that he had been sacked from that job just recently because he hadn't been turning up, um, that he has links to outlawed motorcycles cycle gangs. There's lots of bits and pieces, but not a lot of a, a solid thread being drawn through it yet. Yeah, the Prime Minister's expressed his condolences and also the Northern Territory Chief Minister has said, five crime scenes, four people deceased, one injured. This is not the Darwin we know. As we expected, but of course never assumed Claire, yesterday the Reserve Bank cut the official interest rate from 1.5% to 1.25%. That's the first change to interest rates in three years. Why the cut? The cut has come because uh, there's some challenges in our economy and the Reserve Bank for some time has been talking about uh, the possible need for action because uh, home prices are falling, uh, there's uh, low wages growth and particularly concerning for them is our low inflation rate. And when you change the interest rate downwards, the idea is that we start getting a bit more confident about investing and spending. So uh, there's more economic activity. What does this mean for, for us, for the you and me? Well, if the banks that you have a mortgage with uh, are going to pass on the cut, uh, there'll be a little bit less to pay on your mortgage. Uh, The Commonwealth Bank and National Australia Bank say they're going to pass on the full cut. Westpac and ANZ are passing on part of it. Uh, Josh Frydenberg was very unhappy with ANZ and Westpac yesterday. He had a bit to say about that. Josh Frydenberg, our treasurer, of course. 
Uh, in February, George Pell was found guilty of sexually abusing two altar boys when he was Archbishop of Melbourne in the 1990s. He was given leave to appeal and that appeal starts today. Yeah, it's a two-day hearing. It's in Victoria's highest court. There's three things that Pell's appeal is based on, but the biggest one being that he should not have been found guilty beyond a reasonable doubt because it really came down to um, the evidence from one uh, of the victims against 20 other witnesses who vouched for Pell. So that's what the defence is saying and that's where they're going to be focusing their effort. Uh, it's going to be broadcast, uh, which is an interesting development, yeah. and uh, it's expected that Pell will be present for that hearing. He said he won't challenge his sentence if the appeal is unsuccessful. Public service announcement for anyone who attended, was employed by or really any way involved with the Australian National University in Canberra in the last couple of decades, your records have been hacked. Yep, I can put my hand up for that. Yeah. <laughs> I was at ANU and, yes, um, by records we're talking about names, addresses, date of birth, phone numbers, email addresses, tax file numbers, bank account details, uh, all sorts of things. And uh, there's some speculation that ANU knew about this for quite some time but uh, haven't really done anything and that it was a hack even though it happened last year, um, that there's a lot that needs to be done to tighten up their digital safety. It's massive. It could have affects a lot, a lot of people. And, look, the email address I had back in the mid-90s isn't the same email address that I have now, but when you're linking things like tax file numbers and date of birth, yeah. that, that's really concerning. It becomes problematic. Um, and it seems canned fruit isn't as lucrative as it once was. I have to admit I haven't bought a whole lot of canned fruit recently. Yeah, and look, SPC, uh, who are the cannery, um, the old Shepparton Preserving Company from northeast Victoria, they do more than just canned fruit. They do jams. Mm. They've really been struggling for quite some time. And when Coca-Cola Amateur, which is the um, Australian and Pacific bottler um, of Coke, um, bought it in 2005, they were looking to diversify away from drinks and into food products, but it hasn't been a particularly good investment for them. Uh, one report said that they've put a billion dollars into the investment when you include um, the price they paid for it as well as the debt that they bought and then uh, putting money into propping it up, uh, but they've sold it to a private equity firm for $40 million. Yeah, SPC employs 500 or so permanent staff. And of course, they're a big supporter for the, the local fruit growers in the area. So a big story down around the Shepparton area. Away from Victoria and to New South Wales and Queensland, State of Origin is tonight. The first game will be played in Brisbane. New South Wales are defending champions. Off the field, there are a number of Indigenous players who are refusing to sing the national anthem, saying it doesn't represent them. Those are your talking points for the office today. And finally, Claire, our three-minute squiz this week is with squizzer Tim Oberg. He is the founder and CEO of the Park Run in Australia. He is, and he uh, has been a very keen uh, supporter of ours. Uh, about half a million registered runners um, get out and about on weekends and time their 5K run and get together and have a good time. So it's an incredibly good initiative. For those who don't know, the park runs, it's it's really a community event. Um, you just rock up, you run 5Ks. It's held across more than 350 local parks around the country, including in jail. 
We found out. And Tim uh, hopes that um, we never have to experience that park run if you're interested in park runs. So hopefully no squeezes end up there. That's right. right. Uh, I'll pop a link to that three minute squeeze in your episode notes if you want to check that out or else via the Squeeze Today email. Claire, the Squeeze Today email subject line every day. It's a song lyric that relates to a news item. What have we got today? Well, I was thinking yesterday that one thing um, squeezes lacked over recent months is a bit of Brian Adams. So okay. uh, yeah. now it cuts like a knife. That's how I had um, had it pegged for the rate cut uh, until news, of course, broke of uh, the shooting in Darwin. And yeah, while it was a sort of cheeky line about an interest rate cut, it, um, it also has a, a more sad tone, I think. Yeah, much more sombre, massively devastating. Um, Thank you so much for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. Have a great Wednesday. We'll chat with you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP.